What's up, guys? Is, is it going? Yeah, it's going. <laughs> we're, we're going now. This is, uh, yeah. this is the first episode of the Cultivate Worship Podcast. Uh, and we don't really have any idea what we're doing, nope. to be no. completely honest. Uh, but you've got this Seth, and you've got Brian and Austin here as well. And we were just at the church kind of jamming and doing some music, and we thought it would be a good time to sit down and record a podcast. So um, basically... We just kind of want to use this as an opportunity to introduce church to new music, talk about the songs that we do, um, kind of give people an insight into why we do the songs that we do on a Sunday morning. Um, and then we want to have people come on and bring their favorite worship song and we want to learn about them, learn about other members of the church and just kind of, um, yeah, I think it'd be a really cool way to kind of learn about the people that we go to church with and maybe we don't always get the chance to um, chat with on a Sunday morning. I especially was, was wanting to do this when we had, we'd split into two services. Cause I thought, Oh, this is a great way. If you go to the sun, if you go to the early service, then you'd have the opportunity to, to kind of hear the story of people that maybe don't go to the early service as well. So that was just kind of my thought. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of a, a loose format. We're going to, I think this time maybe maybe we'll just talk a little bit about our kind of background in music and worship and how we got involved and you want to talk about how you ended up at this church specifically or whatever, just kind of a little bit of our story. Um, and then we will uh, we'll get into the music part. We've got a song we're gonna to listen to. And then we'll just we'll listen we'll listen to it all the way through with us not saying a thing. And then we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll we'll break it down. We'll talk about, you know, the context of the song, the lyrics, the things that we like about it, the reason, the reason we're drawn to it, things like that. So um, I feel like I've talked a lot. Uh, two minutes? Two minutes. Man, that's, that's a great monologue. Thanks, great. buddy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Cut. Huh? No? We're all, all right. good, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, well, I mean, I can start. Introduce um, yourself. Yeah. Who are you? So if you guys don't know, my name is Seth. I'm the worship leader here at Cultivate. And uh, um, it has been awesome. I've really, really, really enjoyed uh, leading worship here at Cultivate. It has been a really, really awesome experience for me. Uh, I've led worship in the past and had more challenging experiences. But my, my time as the worship leader here at Cultivate has just been really, really awesome. Um, all positive things. Uh, so... I know I've said this on Sunday mornings. I'm going to say it again. I'll probably say it a hundred more times. But for me, I always want, well, so like Ryan says, we want the church to reflect this community. I want the worship team to reflect this church. I don't ever want people to feel like, oh, those are the people that are on worship team. And those are only the, the only people they get to be on worship team. I've always felt that way when I was, when I'd led worship before, because I, I grew up in a church where the, the worship team was a pretty tight-knit group and there's you know there's comfort in that but I, I didn't really feel like there was a ton of opportunity for me to get involved and for a kid who was super involved in music in choir um, in high school and even in college that was kind of <clears throat> discouraging for me so when I um, when I got into a leadership role with the worship team I've always wanted to ensure that people know that if you have a heart for worship, if worship speaks to you, if you are a musician, if you're a vocalist, or even if you just are drawn to that stuff and want to learn, 
Mm-hmm. You know, we can teach you to do sound stuff. We can teach you. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll teach you to play bass. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever you want to do. We, I, I just want people that are in this church and have a heart for worship to feel like they can get involved yeah. in worship. Austin because... also does music lessons. So there's a plug for you right there. Boom. boom. There. I, I do some guitar lessons. Austin does no. revamp this... guitars. Look it up. But... Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you. My guitar did a great right job. That's nice. This episode brought to you by. <laughs> no, no, no. Read that guitars. Look it up. He's fantastic. No, but, uh, you know, it is something that I think is really cool. It's yeah. just like I want to, I've always loved music. It's yeah. been such a big part of my life. Um, you know, it's definitely kind of aimed at um, people who have never picked up a guitar before. Yeah. And because uh, I'm not the greatest guitar player in the world. I just love to play. And, you know, if I can share that with somebody else and give them an opportunity to, to worship or whatever. You know, that's kind of what, what excites me. So for sure. I can teach you three chords and you can hop up on <laughs> Dude, Sunday morning seriously. and you'll, you'll have a great time. Seriously, that's what I say. Like <laughs> I can teach anyone worship bass. Yeah. I was like, this is E, this is G, this yeah. is A, this is D. You've got half the worship songs right there. That is it. That is it. No, I, totally, man. I'll, I I love it, and that's what I want. Like, I honestly, I do. I want people that want to get involved. Yeah. And if you're not comfortable getting in front of people, I know that the guys on the sound team would love to, okay. love to get people involved in that oh, as man. well. Like, I, I've had terrible anxiety about playing in front of people for forever. You know, when I played bands, there was ways to get comfortable to be on stage. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, I've kind of gotten past that. You yeah. Know, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm and you play on Sundays. I play on yeah. Sundays. And we love it. I have a great love time it. with that. So that's great. Great. That's great. <laughs> Anyways, okay, I'll go next. Um, I'm Brian. I hey, Brian. actually, funny story, joined this church uh, when it was originally Pursuit because of a girl. <laughs> and Woo! the best part is that that girl and I are now married. So nice. Thanks, Cultivate. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um. Yeah, and so I started coming to this church a couple years ago. Um, didn't really have a church. I just moved to Salem. Uh, was living with a bunch of friends. And, yeah, I just, like, immediately was, was drawn to uh, to this church. Not just also, I mean, obviously because of a girl, but also because of, of the teaching and the comfort that I felt the second mm-hmm. I walked in the door, too. Um, yeah. And just I loved being there and loved being a part of it. And grew up playing music. I never really played uh worship before other than like in my bedroom by myself and kind of grew up playing guitar learned how to play guitar from third grade on my parents got me guitar lessons and that was a huge gift and it's still something i use to this day so awesome. if you're a parent give your kids guitar lessons because they'll love it and they'll become worship they're on the worship team <laughs> there you go i think have them take guitar lessons from from austin, austin. And, and, then then we're, and, and we're, we're, we're back full circle. Yeah, full we're circle. back full circle. It's I love the it. The circle of worship. That's what we're going to call it. I love it. So, Brian, did you grow up in a church setting? I did. So I grew up, um, well, from from young, from when I can remember up to maybe fourth or fifth grade, I remember going to church. I remember being involved in church as a little kid. And then since then, it kind of just fell off and it was kind of, we didn't really talk about it anymore. And so I kind of moved from, from middle school into high school, like, was actually considering myself because I told my brothers I was considering myself an atheist so I was like both of them being older both of them saying like I don't believe in anything I was like oh I guess I'm like that too and Mm -hmm. it wasn't until high school um that I had friends involved in Young Life which is what um I became a part of and had a great leader and he's still awesome to this day that was almost six years ago now Mm -hmm. but um that's when I got involved in the church as I became a believer in my sophomore year of high school and then since then 
was in and out of certain churches and going to certain places. And so I was kind of like always eager to want to be involved in worship and always wanted to be a part of a worship team, mm-hmm. but um, was never really given that opportunity. Cause mm-hmm. again, like you have close knit groups of worship, like mm-hmm. it can become a very tight knit group. And so I was actually living in Bend and I wanted to become part of a worship team and was asking and asking and like texting people like, Hey, how can we become a part of this team? And like, just never really getting that chance to do it. And then ended up moving and I guess Cultivate really is the first place to get the opportunity to um, play on a Sunday. And that's awesome. So that's been a huge gift in my life, um, for sure. And it has given me an opportunity to grow and become um, a, a better and more proficient at guitar, but also in worship and singing in front of people and feeling comfortable um, being up there on a Sunday. And it's just a, it's a gift and it's fun to be on, on stage on Sundays and, and singing and worshiping and bringing people to worship is, is awesome and it's fun. And couldn't do it without the people that brought us here. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I started playing bass, uh, sixth grade band. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got a one year of sixth grade band on the bass and then, uh, yeah, I didn't touch it again until high school when everyone was starting garage bands. So I then I picked up a bass again. I was like, oh, I played bass before. Everyone I can do it again. Needs a bass player. That's right. Everyone's looking for a bass player. And a guitar player that sacrifices. <laughs> and like, I'll play bass. And then they get stuck playing bass the rest yeah, of their life. True. You know? It's true. It's true. So I was like, hey, I'll, I'll play bass. So then I learned tabs. Yeah. You know, I discovered like guitartab.com or whatever. Yeah. And learned how to play some Blink 182. And, oh, yeah. You know, and then uh, once I got into college, uh, that's when I actually like, I got involved with the worship team at the college ministries thing that was that I attended and they, they invited me to come play bass or they were asking about a bass player and I volunteered and that was kind of where my start was. I started playing for that college group and then, um, and then actually I did a year at a Bible college and I played for the chapel there as well. And then when we started attending, whoa, what West Valley, which became pursuit, which, which merged to make moons ago was that yeah it was uh that was a while ago that was that was pre pre pre-children um i good old days (laughs) i'm soaking them up while i can (laughs) Uh, but yeah i started playing bass back then with my buddy eli who now plays on sundays yeah shout out eli (laughs) now plays on on sundays with us here he is i freaking love that dude we've been friends since i was five wow legit friends since five he's such a good dude Love you, bro. Um, <laughs> He's but never going to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely He's not. Better things oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll tell him to. Yeah, be like, hey, man, yeah. man, like 10 and a half minutes in, that's yeah. all you got to do. Click that's, to 10 and a half minutes. Yeah. And, and, and then you're good. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be filled up for the day. But yeah, that's when I started playing uh, back then. And then uh, Eli was kind of the worship leader and I was playing with him. And then um, him and his wife went on mission. And so they were trying to decide what they were doing and they asked me to do it. And I was like, uh, I'm a bass player guys. Like that's not really a thing that's normally done, you know, <laughs> but you know, figured it out. And I led worship there at uh, pursuit and then, um, and then there was the merge. And then after uh, Josh left, I took over worship here and it's been great. I've yeah. just really, really enjoyed it. You defined the odds. Defining a bass player, worship leader, leading worship, and it works out great. It's awesome. As long as we have a piano player or a guitar player, (laughs) some weeks you're in a pickle. (laughs) Oh, we've been good. It's been good. So, 
Uh, yeah. Well. When do you start playing guitar, Austin? Oh, I don't know. I've, you know, play middle school age ish. Um, don't really exactly remember when. I remember I always used to steal my sister's guitars. When, you know, <laughs> so so because you know she was older, she had she had a couple guitars. You were playing and with Barbie dolls. She was playing with guitars. Is that what I'm getting from this? No, no, no Barbie doll. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, well, you know, what, but anyway. <laughs> Um, no, but so my sister would be off doing, you know, high school age stuff yeah. and never home, you know what I mean? And so whenever she wasn't home, I'd just sneak into her room and mess around with her guitars. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got interested in guitar. I mean, I love music and I listen to bands and like, oh, this is so cool. I wish I could do this. And then I would just hack away and it'd sound terrible and did that for a really long time. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's kind of how I got into playing guitar. It's just been me screwing around for a long time yeah um and always just having fun with it it's always just been a fun thing um but i mean so I, we, we grew up in in church my family did um all the way you know since ever since i was i can remember we went to church you know, ever since i was a kid we went to church all the way through high school as soon as i was in high school and done with high school i was not going to church anymore yeah. i wasn't interested didn't care this wasn't for me I don't really know what I believe. Probably, I believe in nothing for most of my adult life, I guess. Um, kind of hopped around to churches, um, you know, because I kind of felt like it was important to still try yeah. sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, I guess. Yeah. But um, we hopped around and hopped around and, um, you know, uh, we kind of start finding a little bit of a community and, and then we went and then we kind of fall apart and. Uh, then we went to another church for a good long while, and um, you know, I never really felt like uh, the sermon spoke to me, and I kind of just felt like I was just a warm body in the mm. pew, you know, mm -hmm. for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And so I said, okay, okay, obviously this is something's on my heart, my whole life to to get back into this. I just yeah. don't know what I think about it. You yeah. know what I mean? So like I'm struggling and doubting all this all the time. The Lord help my unbelief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. I always knew that this was something that it's it's got to be important because it's tugging at me all the time. Yeah. Sure. Even though I keep choosing not to believe in it, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, or, or at least be on the fence. Um, and we came to um, to cultivate, and um, like immediately I felt like, wait, you guys want to you guys want to hang out after church? <laughs> <laughs> this is weird because I've always had my church friends, my work friends, my you know, and, yeah. and all these different groups, you know, and then and I was like, oh, this is. Everybody here like likes to hang out. Like this is cool. So even if I'm not on board with all the church part yet, everyone cares yeah. about being nice and hanging out. Like I thought that was so awesome. And so then I kind of you know felt comfortable being at Cultivate. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan had this great sermon series um, where he really focused on um, the idea of things being hevel and grabbing yeah. smoke, and that really hit me hard because most of my life, um, especially like. You know, my adult life is that I was always chasing, I got to be in this band and I yeah. got to play these shows. Uh -huh. And then it was, I got to have this job and then this promotion. And then I got to, I got to get married and that's going to make me happy. And the kids are going to make me happy. And all these things, I kept chasing this next step in life that was going to make me happy. Yeah. You know, and then I always kept coming back to that. This, this isn't filling, you know, yeah. uh -huh. like these are all great things and on their sure. own. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with it all this stuff, you know, I love my kids, I love my wife, I got a great job, you know, I no complaints. 
But I was always chasing those things that would make me feel fulfilled spiritually, and they yeah. never were there. Sure. And so, you know, just you know, being in this church community has really, you know, um, you know, meant a lot to me and uh, helped me get there. You know what I mean? Like I know what I believe now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not on the fence. I'm not begrudgingly believing anymore. <laughs> you know I mean? That's awesome. So, that's kind of my story, I guess, that's how great. I got to cultivate. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah long-winded just... ramble. Sorry. I no, love, I it, love hey. it. I love it, man. And that's that kind of like, honestly, that's what I'm hoping. I just learned so much about you. That I, I know. About, yeah. So. I think it's great. <laughs> this is already working. We're yeah. doing great. That's great. That's good. <laughs> and that's what I want, right? Yeah. It's like, I want people to get to know, know other people in the church that they might not get to have these, you know, even if that might be something that you, mm-hmm. you might get through that whole thing. If you went down and, you know, had dinner or lunch after church with somebody, you might get through all that, but mm-hmm. you know, not everyone's going to get the opportunity to do that or whatever. And so I think this yeah. is kind of a, with the, the 10, cool 15 way. minutes we have before we get on stage to worship, you know, we say hi to people like mm-hmm. no one would ever get that unless they like sure. intentionally like seeking you out. I think yeah. this gives an opportunity for people to, to be intentional and, and hear stories that they never yeah. expected to hear. Yeah. By the way, you know, if anyone in the church wants to like talk or hang out, I'm good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Let's hang out. For sure, no big deal. Like, dude, the, I love talking about music, yeah. talking about what you believe, the what you don't believe, lunch. what you're struggling post-church with. Lunch. Like, I know all about doubting everything. So, <laughs> dude, got that figured out. If if you're on, if you're like feeling like, man, I'm struggling with this aspect. I'm like, dude, me too. Yeah, yeah. But you're not you know, alone. Yeah, I'm I'm probably dealing with the same same yeah. one. Can't wrap my head around whatever. You know, I get it. Yeah, it's great. It's good. Well, I mean, my church story is is very long. It goes way far back. Uh, so maybe not all of it tonight. We'll give we'll give you an entire podcast but... to explain this <laughs> incredible story. Uh, so those of you who don't know, I was raised Mormon. Um, my family has been Mormon on both sides for a really long time. Um, so we left Mormonism when I was um, sixth grade ish, middle school, and uh, started attending a four square church in independence and it's kind of like late in your life to be changing a belief system yeah, yeah well yeah especially for my parents you yeah. know what i mean like well sure i mean but i mean like being a teenager is really difficult already and now yeah. you're like your belief system there's like defining well years too yeah. yeah yeah um so it fortunately like okay oh, we go i'm gonna plug eli again right <laughs> eli has been my faithful friend from a young young age and when we left I mormonism i love you bro <laughs> when we left mormonism that was just we gravitated to eli's family yeah. and the church that they attended on honestly that's where we ended up mm-hmm. um, eli's parents were incredible they were our youth you know youth pastors when i was in high school amazing yeah. people incredibly supportive of my parents through some difficult seasons mm-hmm. eli was an forever faithful friend um and so he was he, eli is a huge part of my story he's yeah. gonna come up just <laughs> you're gonna get talked about bud um but yeah but uh so yeah so i i stopped we started attending a, a four square church in, in when i was in middle school and that was like that was my f- my first exposure to like worship mm-hmm. um mormonism still doing hymns out of hymnals mm-hmm. with an organ and Maybe that's why I have, some people know I don't love hymns. <laughs> Neither. That's how my church was. Too, I, st- I struggle with hymns. Yeah. I'm t- I apologize if you love hymns. My wife loves hymns. I try to do them. You know, I try to keep them in the rotation because I know people have some some significant attachment to some of those 
And so I try to keep them in the rotation. But yeah. if I don't do them every week, I'm sorry. They just they aren't the things that really that just grab me. Yeah. Um, hey man, God keeps inspiring people to write new songs. Exactly. That's yeah. There's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with the old yeah. songs either. That's oh. true. So let's put a new twist on. Just so everyone knows, they're not my favorite, but I'm going to continue to try to be bringing them onto church to church services. In fact, we're doing one. We're doing one tomorrow. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was, that's where I was really like first exposed to like worship with drums and, Mm -hmm. you know, and for me being a kid who was, you know, always drawn to music, it was like, oh yeah, this is way more my speed. Yeah. So worship has always been a huge part of my journey. You know, when I, when I have, when I was in college looking for a church to be my home church while I was going to school over in Idaho, the word if the worship wasn't there for me it was like i just it, i wasn't i wasn't gonna i knew i wasn't gonna land there because mm-hmm. like that's such a significant um part of who i am and my journey yeah. that it just if it wasn't if it was just not i don't know i don't know how to say it without sounding like pretentious but like <laughs> like if it just like really didn't i don't know it and i it wasn't driving yeah. with you yeah 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 i, I yeah so, um, but yeah, so worship has always been a really big part of my story in a, in a lot of different ways. But, uh, um, so that's kind of why I wanted to, you know, do a worship podcast is cause it's big for me yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, I want people to understand why I choose the songs that I choose to do on a Sunday morning. Cause you know, I've told some people this, but like, I'll listen to a song 15 to 20 times to try to really decide if it's something that. I think is appropriate for Sunday morning. I kind of categorize songs into not appropriate for like, not really a a church song. Um, Good for Sunday mornings, good for worship night or good for special music. Yeah. Right. And so there are some songs that I think are really beautiful, Mm -hmm. but because of things like they're voiced from the perspective, perspective of God. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel weird about singing in quote unquote God's voice on a Sunday morning. Right. So for me, something like that is more of like maybe a special music on Sunday Mm -hmm. where we kind of have a point of reflection or maybe at a worship night where we can kind of frame it different and say, you know, this is what the point of this song is like that. So, Mm -hmm. so there is a sort of a criteria that I kind of run through where I, you know, I'll listen to a song, you know, I, I read the lyrics you know, what is it, what is it talking about? What is the, what is the focus of the song? Is the focus me or is the focus Jesus? Like, like what is, what is the predominant, yeah. you know, That's what focus I of the song? When I first came to you with songs for worship was like, I love this song. I think it's awesome. I'd love to do this on a Sunday and give me that like, well, how many times do they say I in the song? Or how many right. times does it do this that I like nothing I'd ever thought about before from right. a worship perspective? Right. Of a perspective of being on stage on a Sunday and like singing out to people and people singing all together. Um, in a response, it's like, what is our response saying? Right. And I never really think of it that way. So I totally mm-hmm. love that we've got to that point. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. it's every single song has a place and a purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's a little bit yeah. kind of a little bit about how I kind of yeah. sometimes are just process. hard for a congregation of people to sing though, too. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Things you have to be intentional and think about too. For sure. And like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, there have been times where we'll introduce a new song and I was like, you know what? That didn't play. That didn't work. And we haven't done it since, you know? 
And some of that, some of that's like worship team's not ready for it. Like yeah. I, you know, there's some things that we need to get in place to do some more up tempo things and stuff like that. And some of it is just like I just didn't connect with people. And yeah. you know, I might love a song, but if it's not going to connect with the congregation, there's no point in me driving it down someone's throat. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. that's what this is for. <laughs> I'll make you listen to it on the podcast. You can pause or skip all you want, but we're going to talk about it here. Uh, Well, um, I feel pretty good about a little intros. Uh, We're going to kind of move into the next part. We're going to we're going to listen to uh, "Springtime" by Chris Renzema, and I've really been getting into his music lately. He's kind of like a folky vibe to him. Really good stuff. Um, there's a couple songs of his that I think we'll probably we'll probably introduce and and do in church in the near future. Um, just a reminder: if you want to get to know more of the music, um, if you go to our church's website, there is the, the worship page, and on the worship page, there are some links to Spotify playlists that I've made. Mm-hmm. One of them is coming soon, so it's songs that that I've listened to several times. And decided that I think this is something that is appropriate for church and that we want to do in the near future. So if you're looking for new stuff, if you want to be more familiar with stuff when we do a new song on Sunday, that's a great resource. You can go listen to that that playlist and um, you can do that with a free Spotify account. I think you just can't skip or whatever. So you'll have to listen to every song I put on there. You'll have no choice. (laughs) Um, But you can go and listen to those songs and kind of get familiar with them. So. Um, yeah, so we're going to listen to Springtime by Chris Renzema, and then we're just going to kind of talk about the things that we like about the song and what it communicates about who God is and things like that. So, uh, Springtime by Chris Renzema. All right, so this is what I get for not fully understanding the podcast app that I'm using before I record my first, uh, podcast. Um, but we don't actually have access to the song Springtime on here. Uh, so we're actually going to listen to I Don't Want to Go, also by Chris Renzema, a really great song. Um, and unfortunately, you can't insert the entire song into the episode. So we're going to, it's just a 30 second clip. But, um, and that's only if you use Anchor. If you're listening to this on Spotify, it it's not going to put the, um, the, the 30 second clip in the podcast at all. So... Maybe hit pause, um, and I would recommend going and maybe going to Spotify or YouTube and searching for I Don't Want to Go by Chris Renzema um, and giving it a listen, because in the last segment, um, that's what we're going to do. We're, we listened to the song thinking that it would be inserted into the into the podcast segment, um, but it was not. So we're going to listen to it, and then we're going to talk about... Um, all the things we like about that song and stuff in the in the last segment of the show. So um, now's a good time to hit pause and take a listen to I Don't Want to Go by Chris Renzema. And then uh, we'll break it all down. Okay. Look at that. I like that picture. <laughs> Ryan, it's a picture Ryan of our giving you the, the blue steel yeah. at your wedding. <laughs> Looking back at it at our, at our wedding. <laughs> happy, birthday. happy late birthday, Ryan. Um, anyways... What do you guys think of the song? What do you guys What do you guys feel? Give me your Great piece. your first thoughts. <laughs> so, I man, I love this song. Uh, song. I love 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 the simplicity of the chorus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's super simple, but just super like important. Yeah, you know, it's powerful. And and 
there's a lot of trust there too, right? It's like, and that's what I think is cool about all the verses. It, yeah. It's like examples from the yeah. Bible mm-hmm. about people that maybe yeah. didn't, couldn't see God's whole plan or didn't we know what the outcome was. We don't have time to dissect be. every single thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. But, you know, they were just willing to trust, you know, and, yeah. I, and I think that's what's great about the chorus is just like, mm-hmm. it's super simple. I don't want to go unless you're going before me. Mm-hmm. Like, like when it all comes down to it, like, I don't want to do it if you're not in it, you know, and I just yeah. think that's, man, mm-hmm. that's really that's good. really great. Saying like, I'm all in, but not unless it's with you mm-hmm. in front of me, which is awesome. Yeah. And just listening to like, from the verse to the chorus and going into this bridge too, of like the like anywheres of like anywhere you are, anywhere you go, anywhere you are, like each of those things, like just the explanations of like. Just the repetitiveness is is beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Of like this is like clearly on his heart and is like what he is working through at the moment of mm-hmm. like of whatever's going on in his head, whatever's going on in his heart, like having to just speak this over himself over and over and over again, um, which is really powerful. I love that throughout the lyrics that he does that. Mm-hmm. Well, I like you know throughout the song he really you know that phrase I don't want to go if you're not going before mm-hmm. me you know obviously that's the chorus yeah. You know, you you hear that a lot throughout the song. And then in that last verse, you know, he says, like Jesus in the garden, you don't call where you won't lead. And it's yeah. just that reassuring, like, yeah. you're with me here. You know, yeah. and that's, yeah. so, that's so cool. Point. It's yeah. just a great reminder. Um, you know, I really like the the verse about Moses as well. Yeah. You know, um, but like Moses in the desert, I, I can't fully see your plan. And mm-hmm. I feel like that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all so the good. time. Yeah. And so that really speaks to me. So. But your love doesn't stop. It doesn't yep. stop. You know? Your love doesn't stop. Man. Yeah, so good. And I just love that he he's just like, <laughs> almost yeah. like he's beating you over the head with it. It's like yeah. example after, after example yeah. after example from the like, Bible yeah. of these people yeah. who like maybe in yeah. more like significant and tangible ways actually saw God move mm-hmm. maybe more than we fully realize or recognize that we're seeing God move. Yeah. And, you know, and he's yeah. like, look you know, these people were walking it out and, you know, I just, Mm -hmm. I just love, love that he just pulls so many examples of people that were just willing to, you know, follow where God was leading them, no matter what that looked like or, or whether or not they fully understood it. Mm -hmm. I think mostly, I think what we've all kind of agree on is that with that last verse that ends Mm -hmm. the song, like the outro of like, like Jesus in the garden, will you take this cup from me? Like Jesus in the garden, you don't call where you don't lead. I want to love like you love. I want to bleed like you bleed. Mm-hmm. just the power binds yeah. all of that leading up to that and just that feeling of like being so all in and on fire for the Lord and saying like I want to live my life because you lived your life for me and that's so that's so cool yeah so here's one of those things like we like you alluded to in the, the first segment where we talked about like they say in this song he says I a lot right yeah, yeah. so one of the things I, I try, you know, I worry about is a song that's too focused on me. Yeah. But I think what this song does well is it's, it's basically, you know, subjugating yourself, exactly. right? Like, like it is saying I, yeah, but, but it's also saying but, you are a lot too. Right. Yeah. It is saying I for, for the reason of saying, yeah. you know, I'm, he, you know, in order for him to increase, I must decrease. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't want to go unless yeah. you're going before me. So that's really cool. Yeah, I think it's great. 
I wish we like could listen to it while we're talking about it. So I know. Talk about the, the musical pieces. parts too. I'm just yeah. I lo- yeah. What what Austin mentioned too is just like the use of reverb in the song <laughs> and like how big and how it feels. I like clearly like reverb. <laughs> we, know, we, like, we all love oh, the electric guitar player likes reverb. We've never seen that coming. Crazy. <laughs> That's true, though. Hey, if you're not very good, just hide it with some reverb. Yeah, leave some reverb. <laughs> Throw some echo, some delay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're good. But it's true. It's, but it it's, definitely makes sound, the song yeah. sound so big. And, yeah. You know, and it, uh... It's just, it's brooding. It's like, hey, this is, like, it's in your face. And mm-hmm. that's what I like, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, the big, like, open drums, too, of, like, mm-hmm. everything, like, feeling like you're in a big arena of, mm-hmm. like... Here it is. The scale's really <laughs> from, big. Yeah, from the opening of it, just like the, the O's that he starts to sing too. Mm-hmm. Like you just like you feel it. Like you feel like you're in more of a place than just what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Also, you'll notice that I say I think it's awesome when something's really cool because I don't know how to explain it more than I think it's awesome. <laughs> my wife likes to say that too. Which is like, I, 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 she's like, I think it's cute when you say something's awesome because I know you mean it's more than awesome. And I'm like. Thanks for uh, so, dissecting. My vocabulary is like six words. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> dissecting my vocabulary. Uh, so, babe, wife, uh, I think we need. I think we need a shirt for Brian that says "Cultivate Worship Podcast," and then on the back it says, <laughs> "I think it's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> we're already getting up merch ideas. Wow, we're we're like we're, we're ahead of the game. Oh right? man, that's good. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, I and I love like I said earlier. He's got this folky style. I really dig. Yeah. Um, kind of dig his style and what i love about too is like i feel like it a little bit kind of fits our church's vibe it does yeah mm-hmm. and i mean we we kind of do kind of the spectrum too we, you know we we have done some stuff bigger scale yeah. but but we're also from, just given the the size of the church and just the size of the worship team too and sure. like what we have and what we're working with something i've always struggled with too is is listening to a big worship song and being like i would love to do this on a sunday and thinking that we're just going to replicate it it's going to be the exact same yeah and that just leads you to disappointment sure because you're like yeah it's not gonna be the same because yeah. because we don't not, have you're not a hill you song yeah. like, like that's the thing it's yeah. like you're we not, don't have four guitar players and two exactly. drummers and, we don't have a we don't have a backing track we don't have all these but things, you know when but, when i started coming to cultivate when i wanted to be on the worship team because i loved the like like almost stripped down, like uh, yeah. what is it, like, like intimate feeling yes. of the like, worship. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. this big, huge scope where yeah. you've got flashing lights and a fog machine. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. it's like, hey, we're like worshiping together, yeah. and yeah. there's not all these distractions going on yeah. constantly, and not not musically either. You know, what right. I mean? I'm not just talking. You know, if lights and fog machines speak to you, then fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not hating, but yeah, um, it doesn't speak to me. Yeah. But there's just not uh, so much busyness going on that you kind of get lost in um, yeah. watching watching a band play, right? And the the congregation is just as much part of the worship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I love when I'm up playing, and I can hear the congregation singing. Back. Totally, that's a huge you know, part like, of worship. Is, is hearing it gets me so excited because yeah. then, then I'm like, oh, good, no one can hear me yeah. sing along. <laughs> no one can <laughs> hear me messing was, up. Yeah. So. I mean, that was the hard part about doing the online thing, right? It's yeah. like it just felt worshiping I, to an empty church is yeah. tough. And I, I mean, I and I think that's great, right? Yeah. Because because if it was easy and didn't feel any different, then yeah. are we really worshiping on Sunday? If we're not you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I, that was like encouraging, but frustrating, mm-hmm. right? As a yeah. worship leader is like, mm-hmm. man, this is frustrating to not have the body because it doesn't feel like, you know, it doesn't yeah. feel as much like worship. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but then it's encouraging because, you know, that means that it doesn't feel like a concert on Sunday. That's At least, it, you know, it doesn't feel like it's yeah. me, which, you know, mm-hmm. I always want to avoid. You know, we don't yeah. want it to be a performance. We yeah, want it to it's be... not. It's we're dancing for a party of one. We're not dancing for the church. We're dancing. We're, sure. we're worshiping mm-hmm. in the sense of dancing for God and yeah. for for bringing people to respond in worship. And that's mm-hmm. worship is a, is a response. And yeah. so that's what's it's a it's a fine line to 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 walk on for sure, for sure to like for sure. get stuck in it's sort of like the worship nights though yeah there's no stage yeah everyone's on the same level yeah. together yeah. i We're like all, that too you know well, you're playing along you're singing yeah. to yourself yeah. while someone's you know, two feet from you singing yeah. along yeah. and they're they're just there to worship with Man, you yeah that's so I, much fun i love the the worship night format with bringing the team out in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't been to one, a shameless plug. Yeah. You're missing out. Night. for sure. out there. I love it so much. I think it's really great. We try to do like an hour, maybe a little more of music and just. You talk about being drunk in the spirit, man. You, you, you spend an hour like just worshiping together with your community. Yeah. yeah. Like you feel it. And it's it's, so it's amazing. It's, it's so, so nice. Good. Yeah. I'm so excited for the next one. It makes the Dairy Queen good. afterwards that much sweeter. Yeah, the, the, the Dairy Queen after the teardown, the sad teardown. Yeah, I'm hoping we'll be able to. Hoping we'll we'll be able to do another one of those soon. Yeah, but yeah, just kind of bringing back to that song specifically. Yeah, I'm drawn to it, the folk feel because mm-hmm. I think for a long time when I was first leading worship, mm-hmm. it was. A guitar and bass yeah. like that was it sometimes we might have someone on the cajon yeah but when i was first leading worship it was real stripped down it was real you know kind of already had that folk vibe built into it and i think that's also something that ryan and the design team has like tried to do like with uh like they've got we've got the carpet on stage it yeah. makes it feel more like a living room yeah it mm-hmm. makes it feel something more close, mm-hmm. you know, not so much of, you know, the pastors up there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that, but I feel like there's been a, for sure, like an effort by, by people involved that they want, they want people to walk into the church mm-hmm. and feel welcomed in yeah. and mm-hmm. to f- have it feel familiar Yeah, have it feel, you know, comfortable. That's what's so mm-hmm. unique too about a, a church mm-hmm. size is that yeah. it's, it's it's a community and you feel like when you come into this place that it's a community mm-hmm. and and i love the emphasis the church has brought on missional communities too um that it's it's being involved in the church is more than just coming on a sunday and i love that it, it mm-hmm. it's it's us coming together outside of church either on a wednesday night or whatever it is that we we get together um and just getting to get to know people and like seeing a familiar face on a sunday and just mm-hmm. making it more about like why we're here and not just being here yeah it's good i feel like we plugged cultivate pretty good there. yeah i think we did shout out cultivate (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well i mean i don't know i don't don't know that i got a whole lot more to to say on that song um his stuff's great go listen to springtime hopefully we'll be doing that one at church soon too yeah chris renzma good stuff um so yeah i mean i guess that's kind of it for yeah. for the night I feel like it's a good a good first podcast yeah good, right really good work good work team, good work team. i, I hate like, the sound of my show. voice but... <laughs> all right you listen to yourself and you're like Ugh. i'm never i'm never that's gonna so i'm never gonna listen to this <laughs> so. i think I well, know, I love someone will and they'll know you better because of it yeah oh, great <laughs> like for 
from the podcast, Austin, right? Yeah, Austin, Austin. great. Oh, <laughs> you're that one guy who, who sounds like an idiot, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not what Well, I, the goal is to keep doing these. The goal is yeah. to bring, um, you know, additional people from the church every week and get to know more people in their stories and have them bring their favorite worship song. We'll talk about that. And uh, I, I would like to do them um, weekly if we can make it happen, but I'm not going to promise that. But <laughs> that's going to be the goal. <laughs> that's going to be the goal. So hopefully we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.